Now, this is interesting. I didn't know this, but every 10 years, Sydney Water has been introducing Australian bass into the Botany wetlands. And they're doing it to keep toxic, invasive fish away from our waterways. And I'm talking horrible fish here, carp. Even you say the word carp. And I know some people catch them and eat them, but they're just muddy, awful things and they ruin the waterways. Even goldfish as well. Terrible introduced fish. Do a lot of damage. And Sydney Water has just released the largest number of Aussie bass that they've ever put into our waterways to try to keep these toxic fish in check. Robert Allen is the lead network program scientist at Sydney Water and he's on the line for us now. Robert, welcome to Afternoons. I love it. Getting rid of fish with other fish. That's right. Yeah, fighting the bad fish with good fish. It's um, a really interesting idea and it's been really successful down there at the wetlands, yeah. So tell me first up, why are carp and goldfish so bad? Carp are especially bad because they eat native fish. They also eat native um, birds. So if you see a little duckling floating along the surface, carp see that as a nice meal. They can really decimate the native, both bird and fish population. And they're even worse because they really churn up the bottom of wetlands. Mm. So they're bottom feeders. They really make it really murky and silky. And that's really bad for all the plants and animals that live in those wetlands. And they just take over, don't they? Yeah, you've probably seen footage of the Murray-Darling Basin where you just see rivers chocked with so much carp you can basically walk across the river. So they're really bad invasive species in our waterways. Yeah, they're awful things. And Australian bass, natives, but what do they do that's so good? Yeah, so they're a great species. They're uh, slightly smaller than carp. They grow to about four kilograms and some carp can go up to 10 kilograms. But the advantage is that they really like to eat those baby carp when they're small and also carp eggs before they hatch out. So we try and put them into our wetlands to really keep those nasty carp numbers down. And they also provide great food for, you know, um, native birds and animal species that are found in those wetlands as well. And you're not going to do a cane toad here, are you, and and put in one species to get rid of the other and cause even more damage? No, Australian bass are great because they're native, so they're found all through eastern Australia. Um, We have to keep restocking them in the wetlands because they actually breed out in the ocean, like similar to Barramundi. So these wetlands are freshwater. They're not connected to the to the ocean in any way. So every 10 years or so, we have to go in and stock up the, the numbers there. Yeah, well, and it's not just the carp. There's other toxic species too. Goldfish, they do damage. Goldfish, yeah. They're not quite as bad as carp, but they do eat um, baby uh, native species of fish. Um, and they usually escape from, you know, people flushing down the toilet or dropping them into a wetland thinking they're doing the right thing. They can be quite invasive and quite bad as well for causing those issues with the wetlands. And they grow pretty big in the wild too, don't they, goldfish? Goldfish too, yeah. They they get quite large um, and carp as well. Like there's been recorded carp up to 100 kilograms, so they're they're monsters and still 1.8 metres long. So they get quite large and they um, like to eat those young birds that we see in the wetlands as well. Yeah, wow. So the the program you've you've just released – 5,000, the largest number of Aussie bass into the system. Is that because there's been a big rise in carp and goldfish numbers? You say you've got to keep topping up the numbers, but why this many at one time? Yeah, so the bass tend to live to be about about 10 years old. So we did another large restocking 10 years ago, and through our fish surveys we've just seen that those bass are still there, but they're slightly declining in numbers. The carp are kind of catching up with them a bit. So we need those young ones to keep... Um, those carp babies down, basically. And uh, sort of over the last 
10 to 20 years, we've removed heaps and heaps of carp and goldfish from these wetlands. So it's about, I think it's about 32,000 kilograms of these fish over the years. And that's about 200 tubs full. So it's a huge amount of fish. Um, the native Australian bass are really good. They, they feed lots of the native birds there. So especially in drought times, a lot of the birds from outback New South Wales will come into the wetlands as a, a bit of a sanctuary. So we've had huge pelicans there, darters, uh, cormorants, and they're all eating those, those small bass um, mm. as well. So it's great for the, for the native um, ecosystem down there. So the cycle of life, and they won't eat the carp? They do eat the carp, but carp can be quite large and they can cause some issues. Like I have seen pelicans struggling to eat a big carp because they do get so big, mm. whereas the Australian bass only get to about four kilograms, so a good snack for a pelican, yeah. I'm trying to picture 200 bathtubs of carp and it just makes my skin crawl. Ooh, awful <laughs> things. Nice spot, yeah. Awful things. Now, Pam has called in with a question for you, Robert. Hello, Pam. Hi, Deb. How are you? Yeah, good. Have you got a few carp where you are, do you? Uh, we we have an well. I'm the, I'm almost obsessed with them. Um, we've got a big dam in front of our house, and it is full of the most gigantic carp. When we've had heavy rain and they get washed up onto the lawn in front of the house, they are they are enormous. You know, you I go out with a spade and try and club them. Oh gosh! I, I think oh that's how that's what I mean. I'm obsessed. They, I I can't. Over the last twenty years, they just the multiplication of the numbers of this fish is just extraordinary. So I was overjoyed when I heard that you were going to talk about it today. I want to know, where can I get bass? Where can Pam get her hands on some bass, Robert? Yeah, so our bass we source from somewhere up at Port Macquarie. So a lot of the local fish breeders will have bass available. And you can buy fingerlings, so buy little baby ones like we did. And um, they'll, they'll ship them down to you or even bring them to you. And you can you can pop them in into your waterways, so yeah. So anyone can do what you guys are doing at Sydney Water, just get your hands on some of the, the Aussie bass, release it into your waterway, and it'll do the trick. Yeah, there's some areas where you can't release them. You'll need to talk to the fisheries department. So I'd recommend talking to fisheries before you release them. Um, but they're, they're a great um, species. I know a lot of people have them for, for pets as well. Um, in their backyard ponds and things. But, yeah, have a chat to New South Wales Fisheries if you want to think about releasing them into your waterway. There you go, Pam. Good luck in getting rid of those damn carp. I can just picture you out there with your spade. Goodness me, extreme measures. Let's see if the Aussie bass can help you out instead. Now, Robert, we've spoken with Sydney Water a number of times about a lot of the programs you have running, a lot of them very clever. One of them, the the gross pollutant traps that you, you're yep. extending to get rid of all of the nasties going into the waters in the first place, and the AI, the artificial intelligence, to detect the cracks and the leaks in the pipes. You've got quite an innovative team there at Sydney Water. Yeah, we're always trying to do new things. We're always trying to be on the cutting edge of getting new technologies in to manage our, our wastewater, water and stormwater systems. We have such a large network all around Sydney, so any technology that we can have to help us out to find cracks and breaks and things that will um, impact the environment, it's really important to keep yeah, developing these things. So the AI tool has been really good. So you can basically feed through some CCTV video that we take of our wastewater systems and will actually automatically pick up where a lot of the defects are. So rather than someone sitting down and sort of watching all the tapes, you can spit out you know, where those defects are so we can get crews out there to fix them up straight away. Yeah, stop that water waste before it happens. And just finally on the goldfish then, if people have got goldfish at home, we should never put them, flush them down the toilet is the message, no. I suppose. Yeah. So 
So we always say that, you know, the toilet's only designed for three things, pee, poo and paper. Yes. Um, toilet paper. Anything else that goes in there, it's not going to, only going to cause the environment issues. It's more likely going to cause your own plumbing issues. So we have terrible problems with wet wipes getting stuck in people's private lines. Yeah. And that could lead to huge plumbing bills for yourself. So better just to keep them out and yeah, just put them in the bin. But I would have thought people would be flushing the fish down if they've passed away, if they've died, but clearly not. Yeah, I think sometimes it might have been a kid, you know, wanting the goldfish to go on a bit of an adventure, I think. Freeing, so, um... freeing the fish. <laughs> Goodness me, yeah. freeing Nemo, but, um, yeah, they, but not as fun as a, as the, the goldfish. They certainly aren't. That's right. Yeah. Good, good advice, Robert. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you. Robert Allen there from Sydney Water. Great work that they're doing, trying to get rid of the nasties, the carp. They're horrible. Matt, though, on the text line says, what needs to happen with carp is we need to understand how to cook them. And Matt's got a full detailed way of doing it here. He says you bleed them straight away, soak their fillets in brine for an hour, and they're great eating. He says... People laugh when, from Asian countries in particular, they hear that we throw carp away or we're not interested in catching them. Cook on. Oh, they're horrible fish. They're awful. And you do have to do a lot of work to get rid of that muddy flavour from them. If we can get the bass to get rid of them, we're all the better for it.